Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Everybody ready? Don't be nervous. We'll be all right. This is going to be hilarious. This is going to be fun. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to let 21 talk to y'all real quick. Live by the code, die by the code. Never been a hoe. Bury me before I sell my soul. Before I sell my soul. Live by the code, die by the code. Never been a hoe. Bury me before I sell my soul. Before I sell my soul. They came with the stars. Uh. 30 on the block. Mm. Kill a lot of off. Mm. Shut up. Mm. They came with the stars. You let 21 talk to y'all real quick. Kill a lot of off. Ride on the cops. We back. Oh, y'all don't like this shit, huh? So don't nobody like this shit. Oh, okay. Alright, y'all. We back. Back at it again. This is the insensitive podcast, everybody. This is a special one today, y'all. Everybody that's here, I really appreciate every single person being here, man. Like, for real, from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate all y'all coming, man. Because y'all could have been anywhere in the world. Everybody's here. Everybody. Because some of y'all went to work today. You went to work. This nigga went to work. She went to work. You went to work. Yes, sir. You went to work. Did I? You went to work. Nah, you was not here today. But yeah, man, this is the insensitive podcast. This is episode 23. This is our Jordan episode. Whichever 23 is your favorite. LeBron, Jordan. I know this man over here going to go for LeBron. This is some special shit today, y'all. This you want to stay or you want to go home? <laughs> <laughs> we, we've ne- I've never, I've literally never done no shit like this before. Of course, we do the podcast, me and Brandon right here. Um, and I should introduce myself. I'm P. That's Brandon. Uh, that's Chris over there. It's my baby right here. She's on the mic today. Uh, this is our friend Roy. This is our friend Gloria. This is my boy Derek. This is uh, Simone, right? Yeah. I didn't want to forget. That's Brian's uh, friend. I don't want to offend one of y'all. Okay, that's your friend. Uh, we got our boy Donald over there. Irvine is here. My boy Ryan is here. Everybody's here. Like I said, I appreciate y'all being here. I don't even know if this shit going to work, but fuck it. We here now. We don't know how this shit going to go, but we here. We going to keep this shit rocking, y'all. Uh, like I said, this is our Jordan episode. We got the new camera, y'all. If y'all see us over there now, we got the new camera rocking. Got another mic. Everything's a go, man. So we rocking today. This is nigga So uh, we got a lot of shit we going to talk about today, y'all. Uh, we're going to do the guest tradition in a minute. Uh, this podcast may be a little different from anybody that's been listening. Everybody that's been listening to us 23 episodes through, man, we really appreciate y'all, man. Anybody that you know that loves podcasts, make sure you direct them our way. Uh, what else I got here? Uh, I'll put everybody's socials in the description box. Everybody that wants their Instagram and shit on, uh, on the, uh, in the description box on YouTube and Twitter, I'll put all that in uh, the YouTube description box and the SoundCloud description box. Uh, what else we got here? Sure. How, was there, how was everybody's Thanksgiving? First of all, let's start with that. Everybody's Thanksgiving was great. Oh, that's it? So everybody, everybody was straight though. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I think I said that last week, but again, happy Thanksgiving. Hope everybody had a safe and enjoyable holiday. Uh, like I said, this podcast is going to be a little different. We're not going to do sports today. Uh, let me do a rundown real quick. We're going to start with music. Uh, after music, we're going to get into what's trending. We'll do the shout out and fuck you segment. If anybody has anything, I got a couple shout outs. Uh, after that, we will. Uh, we got some relationship stuff that we'll talk about. After that, we're going to get into the Q&A segment. And then uh, we got the Let's Talk segment. And then we will close out after that, y'all. So everybody ready, y'all? Tradition time. Yes, tradition, y'all. Tradition time. Take a shot. Like I said, I appreciate everybody being here, y'all. Oh damn, Chris don't got no shot, bro. Everybody, man. Appreciate you having me. All right, all right. We got some people in the back that the camera can't see, but toast up. Let's do it. I smell it. All right. So y'all ready? Let's get into it, y'all. So the first thing here, we got the music segment. 
we're gonna get into this first. First thing we're gonna talk about real quick, we got uh, a couple of new music that that, that dropped. Uh, I think on Friday. Uh, we spoke about the weekend last week. Uh, Brandon's King. Uh, the weekend. He dropped. He dropped two new songs. I said I wasn't gonna say that, but I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it." Fucking do it. Yeah, we finally taking a, a break from Mac Ears. This guy with dick riding Mac Ears and shit for the past couple weeks. So uh, the weekend, he dropped two new songs. What's, what's the name of the songs, nigga? Uh, let me get I got him here. Blinding Lights and Heartless. I did not like Blinding Lights at all. Anybody else here? I don't know. I wanted this. I did hear. What you thought about it, Brian? It was okay. I know it's gonna be played in a lot of places. Yeah, I didn't but like. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't for nigga niggas, you know. Yeah, I didn't like Blinding Lights at all. I liked the Heartless one. I didn't yeah. like Blinding Lights at all. Right, Heartless is. I thought I, I didn't like. He's a fan. So I didn't like Heartless like that at, at first. I didn't really. It's still so so for me. But Blind Lights was it was nice. Of course. I like. Yeah, he said that's your king, man. Of course you're gonna. Yeah, I fucking hate y'all. <laughs> nah, that shit was just weird, bro. Nah, I already turned up. Sorry. So yeah, the weekend dropped two new songs. His album is coming soon. Uh, we don't have a date on his album yet, but when it comes out, we gonna definitely talk about it because Brandon here. So shut up. The weekend drops. We will talk about <laughs> the weekend's album when he finally drops. Uh, who else dropped music? Uh, the game. He put out his album. Born to Rap, that song that I was just playing with 21 Savage, that was a 21 Savage feature on that album. It's called Born to Rap. It's the rap cover where he got all the pregnant girls in the studio. I think it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's like 10 pregnant girls in the studio on his uh, Born to Rap album. So Did he put uh, a disclaimer out there on it? Yeah, he was trying to say that everybody wasn't drinking. Yeah. He said what? I was asking Glow, did she see the cover yet? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, that was yeah, real. I thought that was fake. Nah, that's nah, that, that's just real album cover. But the album is really good. That shit was that shit was that shit was like was really it a lot really of good. On and it, or just like said what? Was a lot of promotion behind it or? I don't think it was. I didn't see much. I, like I, even really, I didn't really hear, hear much about it. I don't think it was a lot of promotion. Yeah, and he did say this was his yeah. last album. This <laughs> supposedly, this last, yeah, supposedly, supposedly. Uh, I want to say the Nipsey Hustle song and the Twenty One Savage song that I was playing. Those are the two standouts. He did say this was his last album. <laughs> She's uh, Gloria's looking at straight. the picture. I thought it was like I really look like a birthing class. I thought it was Photoshop <laughs> picture. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, everybody ain't seen it. No, oh, no, no I saw it. It doesn't look like yeah, like a maternity much. class in there. Yeah. But in all seri- in all seriousness, this is this is one of the best albums that came out this year, as far as rap wise. Uh, let me see. It has twenty five songs. We spoke about it last week. It's an hour and a half. It's a little slow getting into the album. You got Ed Sharon on the first song and the last song. It's a little slow getting in. But once you get to about, yeah, he's on. He's on the first song and the last song. Well, y'all don't like Ed Sharon. What's wrong with Ed Sharon? I mean, I was saying there's nothing wrong with Ed Sharon. Oh. This has never really been my cup of tea, like, you know? Yeah, that was kind of a weird feature that he put on there, the Ed Sharon feature. He has a lot of features. A lot of his albums like have a lot of features, like every single one of his albums. But like I said, the Nipsey Hustle song number twelve, Welcome Home, that was a standout. The Cold with 21 Savage, that was a standout. He has a lot of good songs on here. Like I said, this is one of the best albums that came out in rap to me, honestly. We talked yeah, about the... Uh, never been bad at really making music. The game, right, right? Yeah, we said that last yeah, week, too. It's when just you his here. antics. Like, yeah. Like, right, exactly. Club chasing and shit. Because there was a lot of uh, promotion he was putting out, like, weeks ago when he was talking about Kim K. Like, yeah. smashing oh, Kim K and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he didn't, he didn't put that... I didn't hear none of that on the album, so... That'd be his promotion, Twitter shenanigans. Yeah, I didn't hear any of that on the album, so I guess he he did do a lot of like name dropping. Like he name dropped a lot of people, some in negative ways, some positive ways. He name dropped Cole, Drake, Kendrick. He said a lot, a lot of people's name in the game. In like the everybody. Album? Yeah. What did he say about Cole? Like he was just giving him props. That's Kendrick, true. Kendrick. Oh. Yeah, that's your king. Yeah, Cole, that's my nigga. That's my nigga. Oh, fuck. Why you? But why you say that's your nigga? You you should have just said what she said. That's your king. That's my king. Oh, oh no. 
don't give a fuck, nigga. I'll say it, nigga. I don't give a fuck. This is daddy. So yeah, Born to Rap is out now. The game, check it out. He said this is the last album. We'll see what um what happens going forward. What I got next here. Uh, so speaking of Nipsey Hussle, which I did uh, before, uh, Wack 100, uh, Blueface's manager, he has something to say about Nipsey Hussle. He's he said, I'll just play it out loud real quick. I'm make sure it's loud enough. He has he had this to say about Nipsey Hussle, and we'll talk about it after it plays. Blueface right now. What? For saying or well, for you going on and saying that Nipsey wasn't a legend. He wasn't. What's a legend? A legend. Define a legend. Someone that passed away. That no, 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 no. I'll start no, that. no. Okay, listen. So let's okay. keep it real. If Dr. Dre right now died, okay, we would say we lost a legend, right? Yes. Wait, wait. Based upon what? Numbers, right? Yes. Body of work, right? Yes. How many albums have been dropped? One album, right? Well, this is not no personal shit I'm talking yeah. about, right? Yeah. This is just real shit. The man died with a million followers, no radio hits. No platinum hits, right? No world tours, right? After he died, he went platinum, sold a bunch of records, followers went up 19,000, right? It's 19 million, right? So, Wack 100, this is Blueface's manager. He said that Nipsey Hussle's not a legend. Dude. He's tap dancing. Dude, we. Who feels like Nipsey's a legend? I'm like, definitely. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, so we all agree Nipsey's a legend. Yeah, yeah, I gotta say that. I don't think it's all about numbers. He's a hood legend. He's not like Dr. Dre. What did he do for his community? What work did he put into his people? Well, don't get me wrong. He did. He did put in work into the community more than a lot of. That's what I'm saying. But I'm not gonna say that he's me personally. I'm not gonna say to he. Considering everybody else, he's he's well, considered a legend. What Wag said was he didn't have a platinum album. He didn't have a. It's not for that reason. It's, it's not for that reason. It's not. It's not. It's not because of that. that. No. I mean, he is definitely. I feel like relevant, and he's absolutely legendary. I get what what he's saying, but first of all, he didn't have just one album. Correct. Got like five albums. But that's what I'm saying. He's a hood legend because. You only only real fans know he got five albums. Mm-hmm. He's right. not mainstream. He was never mainstream. He didn't never. make radio music. Right. Yeah. So he may not be a legend on the radio, but he is truly a legend, you know. But that's that's, that's I think kinda, it's his impact. What I said. think it's his it's, impact. It's, 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 anybody yeah. listen to like Nipsey one time, you're like, Oh shit, I fucking yeah. Nipsey. And then, and then you really find out what he's about and you're right. like, Wow, this is right. so different from the book I'm judging, like you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's just right. different. And he was beyond music, you know what I'm saying? I feel like exactly that's my point. Exactly. He's the only person who can really still be in the streets and oh, be yeah. in the kind of lane that he wasn't making music, but still get back to your community enough where you yeah. still doing business in yeah. the area. He doing business since plenty yeah. of club kids walking around, you know, but he's mm-hmm. still giving back and he still was trying to hold it down for his people. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did do a lot of shit. I didn't, and I didn't even know half the shit he did until so he passed died, away. Yeah, exactly. fucked up, but but you know that's yeah. what real people do. They don't have to speak on what they do. They just right, do right. it for their people. Yeah. They don't Facts. do it for show. Like a whole Facts. bunch of people <clears throat> who have like these platinum albums and all of these followers and have accomplished all this stuff. They do everything for show on the camera. He right. didn't do that. Exactly, I feel that. That's so, who, so who said Nipsey was legend? Brandon, I you feel like no. You said um, I mean, I think it's the kind of thing where he's a legend, but it's like 
like when homeboy brings up Dr. Dre, he's not a legend to that extent. So there are levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's right. levels to being a legend. He's not the highest yeah. level, That's but he made his mark and he'll always be right. talked about, remembered. So yeah, he's a legend. But they're not criteria to be a legend. They're, they're not one and the same, exactly. For him it's to say like everybody's not the same. For right. Wack to be like, what he say? This ain't no personal shit. It is to me. No, what it, he it, said it, it is. Wack is already. He didn't have to say that. Like I feel like the only reason he said that is because it's unpersonal shit. Wack is already known for stuff like this, though. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got. He's been doing. He's like he's legendary. He's talking about standards. He's talking about. He knocked out one dude. Right. right. And that's that's a kind of an unfair debate for any artist that's yeah, died in any genre. People comment. are always like, oh, they're only so big because they died. Like, you gotta have somebody who say that about everybody that's he's a musician like that sells a lot after they die. Say he's the male version of Azalea Banks. <laughs> right now, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> Damn. That's actually So the consensus around the room is most people say that he is a legend. And Lil Duval tweeted, he said, a legend is someone that makes an impact on a lot of people, which is true. Because Lil Duval only said that because of what Wax said. So. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I agree. I think that he is a legend. <laughs> we'll do well. All right, what we got next? Uh, and the marathon continues. Yeah, the marathon continues. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. We definitely got to say that. I appreciate that. Uh, what we got next? Uh, all right, so, I don't know if everybody's up to game on the whole Omarion and Lil Fizz and April Jones situation. but So, who is? My sister told me some shit about that. And I was like, what are you talking about? Did you know what's going on? She said something about somebody wanting somebody baby. This is like some real guy, I know this nigga. Some you guy cold type of conversation. Like, Okay, so Omarion, and this has been, this is old news, but I mean, I didn't want to talk about it uh, on the last couple podcasts, but I want to talk about it here because we're going to talk about like the whole situation with everybody here. So Omarion and Lil Fizz were uh, in the group uh, B2K years ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Damn, bro. No more shots for you, That's dog. Right. That's funny. Right. Right. Slipping, dog. So he was in uh, B2K. Uh, he has two children with uh, April Jones. I got all this stuff here because I don't know the extent of their whole relationship. So uh, he blah blah blah. He was on he was on Love and Hip Hop with April Jones. Oh yeah, I think he was on Love and Hip Hop with. Uh, they have two kids, a uh, son and a daughter. Uh, after four months after one of their kids' birth, they announced a separation on social media. Blah blah blah. <laughs> so Lil Fizz is in uh, B2K with Omarion, like I said. Lil Fizz is now dating Omarion's baby mama that he has two kids with. Like they're like together, together, like together, like they. Posting pictures like kissing and shit, and this is his man's. Like these two came up, like you, like you know, like we know. Yeah, like they were really like, close. Yeah, they was close as fuck. And this was like yeah. this is his man's. So April Jones posted this on Instagram a couple weeks ago. She said, first let me. Uh, this is on Lil Fizz's birthday. She said, first let me say happy born to born day to one of my favorite human beings on this planet. I'm blessed to have you in my life. There are a few genuine and real people who actually who are who they say who are who they say they are. My bad. You're a straight shooter, and that's what I adore about you. Always sticking to your words with actions. You deserve everything and more in this lifetime. I got you always, no matter what, my G. Love you much. Now time to turn up. And this is her baby father's man's. This is her baby father's like dude, old folk style. Omarion was quiet about this whole situation for a long time, but he did an interview with uh. I think it was Vlad TV where he somebody finally asked him about it and he was just like, if they happy, I'm happy. So B2K is doing this whole Millennium tour that they have been that they've been everybody's been waiting on for a long time. Omarion announced the tour on Lil Fizz's birthday, on his birthday, the same day that the same day that April Jones put this out on Instagram, he announced the tour on his birthday, and nobody in B2K is on it besides him, him, Bow Wow, Yin Yang Twins, Lloyd, Sammy, Pretty Ricky. Soldier Boy, uh, he just said we're excited to announce the Millennium Tour 2020. 
blah blah blah. Uh, before I go any further, does anybody does anybody in here not see anything wrong with April Jones and Lil Fizz being together? No, Come on, somebody, somebody start. The men in the room do. Somebody start. The women in the room understand. You said the women understand. Got a debate. Yes, absolutely. At least I do because there's some shadiness to an extent. But I mean, what if you don't know if he talked to him beforehand? Was like, yo, I developed you know feelings you guys haven't been together for xyz amount of time you know as you don't know the background as about as it as and he could have been transparent we don't know Mario and his best friends we don't even know if they really were close like that when right. okay but with him announcing the tour with him announcing the tour on his birthday looking at the situation subjectively but I, I just wanted to see if anybody here did not see a problem with this. I don't see a problem with Okay. Why you don't see a problem with it, Donald? <laughs> Donald says he don't see a, Why don't you see a problem with this? Uh, I mean, they're not together. Something that's together is... But this is his man. Nah, okay, you know what? That's like you dated somebody. You have two kids with somebody. Y'all break up. And then Jeffrey ends up with your girl. With your ex-baby mom. How would you yeah, feel about yeah. that? You're gonna feel yeah. some type of way. If you're not together no more, so, so, okay, hold on. Or do you feel like you can trust them more because you know that person? Fuck that. Right? They don't, they don't, you don't, guys are, you're not gonna look at it like that. Would you be mad? If you cut ties with somebody, you're not relationship no more, why should you be salty? If even your best friend is with them, like, you first of all, you don't never go away, bro. But some people are doing some people. Uh, what? They don't, so. shit really don't go So, wait a minute. So, what happened when that situation? Y'all been together for a minute. You know, yeah. she, she left you, went to, who you say she was going to, Jeffrey? Yeah, to Jeffrey. So she went to, she went to Jeffrey or whatever, y'all, they doing their thing, and then... They're posting on social media, posting, kissing, it's like, it's kissing everything. It's, it depends who the person is. If you can move on, you can move on. If not, then of course you're still going to be bitter about it. So, 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 so what's going to happen on that, huh? that day when she bring the kids over? And she just bring the kids over. Well, and then y'all get to talking and everything. Oh, Lord. You're digging too deep into it because that's not even going to happen because right. they, they already know, like, boundaries. Nah. There's so you know where you're going. But Omari is the bigger person right. at the end of the day because he, like, he was cool about uh, it. We, got, we don't got no resentment. Oh, I just, I just want y'all to keep him up. We got to take turns. We got to take turns talking. So everybody go. Chris. I just think it's shady. Like it's it's one thing if it was like a girl you dated for a little while, but yeah, kids with him. Too like that means so if he's your man's. He been around probably when your kid was born, Already. so they know you as uncle, and now he you stepdaddy. Like that's exactly. weird, man. Like of all the women in the world, and plus you in a famous band, all the women in the world, you don't pick your boy's baby mama. That's shady. Man, as he was getting. planting that seed while they were not just baby. Exactly. Mama. So he's shady anyway. That's shady. So Gloria. Nah, she said. Oh, she said. Yeah, said I already it. said a lot. But I was like, say. But from what it looks like, I don't think that Omarion is cool with the situation because he he. Uh, Lil Fizz, took him off the course. Lil Fizz is not the only one in B2K. He left all the rest of B2K B2K up the tour. And Nobody else. Way. Yeah, and they felt some type of way. And it's it's probably because of Lil Fizz situation. So I don't think Omarion's <laughs> cool with this at all. I don't think this is a conversation that they had. I mean, I'm pretty sure they talked about it. But I don't think this is a conversation they had where Omarion was like. Bro, do what you gotta do. He just hasn't said shit, and then when finally somebody asked him, he just said, "I'm happy for him. Long they're happy, they're happy." He I don't think. He said what? Killing him, kind of. Yeah, he could I be. think that he. He's uh, I think that he's just like, just showing out who's the main one of B2K, really doing that. Because if he got a, if it's a one on one with Fizz, you know, you he could he could have just said, "Hey, you off the tour," or I, he could have handled it behind yeah. the scenes. But he cut everybody off. 
So he's kind of like just putting his foot down like, yo, y'all ain't shit. I'm really B2K. They're really going to come out just to see me. So that's like a little cocky at the same time, a little petty. Because if you went on the radio and said, hey, you know, if, if I'm happy for them if they're happy. All right. You know, we're going to let it go. Then that's it. You, you said your piece. You move on. But you're going to turn around and be... You know, petty like that. And then do it so on his birthday party, too. Yeah, on his birthday, come on, come on. That's a that's a direct message. But he's, he's so I guess he's the, with his baby mama, bro. So I guess the well, general. Could you, would you not expect that for somebody that's with your baby mama? Yeah. Do you so you don't give him a pass for that? He's with his he's with his baby I mama, mean, bro. It's not right if that's your man. Like I'm not saying what Fizz did was right, but. But right. it's not it's not fair to punish yeah. the rest of the band. But think I mean, about it, they yeah. can't have That's everybody true. else if they don't That's have true. the whole band. There is no B two K, so he might as well go on tour with some people who he can actually sell the tickets with. Maybe they knew about it. And didn't say exactly, that. they probably oh, don't want to even be a part of this situation. Like, this hey, might be the winner. That's one. You got April Jones. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your man's baby mama. She shouldn't even try to Yeah, she really a sister. Apparently, Omarion. I think Omarion he owns like all the rights. So like they're touring on all that, so he exactly. was able. He, he was able to do this. Yeah. He can talk his shit. Like, yeah, so he, he was like, able oh, to do this. Yeah. All right. So we gonna move on from next. We got a lot of other shit to talk about. Uh, what we got here? Uh, the next thing here for music. Uh, this was uh some controversy on the internet, and we'll discuss it all between uh, one another. Uh, Jordan Sparks, uh, the singer. Uh, her husband posted a uh photograph on Instagram, and we're gonna um the the question is. Before I even say what happened, what are the limits of your significant other, your significant other's relationship with their friend of the opposite sex? What are the what are the limits that you would say that your significant other has of having a friend of the opposite sex? So, Jordan Sparks, oh, her husband posted a picture. Here's the picture here. This isn't, of course, this isn't Jordan Sparks, but oh, this wow. is his friend. She has her, uh, her arm around her, around uh, Jordan Sparks' husband, and he he actually posted this on his on his Instagram. Said not many, not very many people can one get me out the house past ten thirty, get me to smile this big two, three have me talking about high school. Shout out to a rumor, and there was a lot of controversy on the internet with Jordan Sparks. Jordan Sparks said she's happy for their relationship. She has no um, objections about anything that's being said with, between them. So, like I said, the conversation we're going to talk about here. What is the limits? Are you guys okay with this? Would you be okay with this? You two are married. Yeah, you two are the only two married people. I'm completely okay with it. Okay. So what are the limits of having a, a friend of the opposite <laughs> What are the limits? You know, the limits are based on security. Like, if you're an insecure person or your spouse is an insecure person, then there's going to be a lot of, like, right. a lot of boundaries that you got to set because right. they're going to feel some type of way anything you do. But when you're a secure person about yourself and your relationship... It doesn't matter to you. Because you know at the end of the day that person got you. Right, that's true. I disagree because you might be right. You might say, yeah, that person got you. But I ain't finna let my wife go out with no man after 10 30. You ain't finna let him go out the house with no female after 10 30. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's fair. Like, we don't sell this for each other. You can do that at daytime. But I'm not his mother. Well, I'm his wife. But you going to sleep with him at the end of the night every night, right? He went to the strip club without me? That's different. That's definitely no limit. I feel what you're saying. I feel like totally different. It's like a level of intimacy that you have with another person when you have a significant other. It's like, why do you feel like you can share this part of yourself with them and you can't share it with me? But like, why are you leaving the house and going out and getting lit with somebody who's not me? And Were they by themselves? Yeah. 
Say what? Were they by themselves? Like they just went out, I just him so. and her? Some, well, it looks like somebody else took this picture of them. Too, so That's what I'm saying. Is it in a group setting or a one-on-one setting? Like they to make it seem like it was a date. This nigga sent the picture to her first. I'm Is it okay? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, bro. Coach Pete, you said something about. Hey, yo, 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 yo. All right, chill. Hold up. You said something about, you know, bringing up high school memories. Yeah. So they've known each other for a minute. This ain't like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. you know, them meeting a year ago or two years ago, something like that. And right. I guess so, what was the so they, though? It was her birthday? I, don't, birthday? I have no idea. I have no idea. It was just a random night. I think so, the more the controversy came because of what he was saying. Like, nobody's going to give me. And, the, like, he's talking about a woman that's not his wife saying that get, nobody can get me out the house past 1030. Get me to smile this big. We said not very many people can give me a smile this big. You want to set a good example? I'm going to set a good example right here in the room. Okay. So, Trixie and Rory. If Trixie and Rory go out to, like, Waffle House or she want to have a conversation, I'm completely okay if she hits him up and be like, bro, I got to talk to you. It's right. 1 o'clock in the morning. And I would say the because I know their relationship. Right, because I know their relationship. The same relationship. with her and Donald, because she exactly. knows Donald for years since, like, uh, since like elementary school. I know and that's a there. female. So, that's that's prime example right there, because I know I know their relationship. So, she probably knows the relationship. I think certain people have. know certain people that you can't have your significant other around. Yes. Correct. You read people. Once they post that Waffle House shit on Instagram, it's like, okay, well. Right. Like, hold up, bro. What's that? Right. Chris? Uh, if, he's all, if he's posting online, then it's got to be okay. Like, what, He wouldn't be trying to do something sneaky and bust himself out at the yeah, same time. Right? Significant but at the same time, like, you got to know your spouse. So if you think that's going to cause some problems, <laughs> just don't do it. Yeah. But yeah. just knowing your spouse and what they allow you to do, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then you know when your spouse is a hoe, too. No, yeah, you got to know that. You gotta married know. Him? That's, that's her husband. That's her husband. And the lady he's in the photo with, that's just his friend. Brandon, you didn't say much. I just say it's just it's subjective on the amount of time that they've put in as a, as as relationship. I guess. I think it is weird, but we don't know the dynamics of people's relationships. That's so true. We gotta look at that. Everybody online will judge you, and they don't know the entire story. They don't know the depth of these two people, how they know each other. Everybody yeah. will look at it subjectively on what they can only see. But we know what yeah. shit look like. Yeah. Of course we know what it looked like, but as you can see, Jordan Sparks is fine with it. So if she's fine with it, why shouldn't we be fine with it? That's All right, so that's all we got for music. And the only reason we put that on Marion and uh, Jordan Sparks thing in here because they're musicians. So that's the only reason we put that in music. So we're gonna move on now. The next thing we got is the what's uh, trending segment. And then after that, we'll get into the shout-out segment. So the first thing we got for what's trending, you got some articles, right? Uh, just had an ice one. All right, okay, so that's the one we're going to start with. So this is a report that came out. It says the Department of Homeland Security set up a fake university <coughs> where ICE has reportedly arrested almost 250 foreign students. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security is pulling out all the stops to take undocumented U.S. citizens into custody. One of the latest stunts involves the creation of a fake university in Metro Detroit. According to USA Today, DHS set up the school known as Farmington University back in January and has been taking students into custody since it was created. The number of students arrested has reportedly grown to 250. Apparently, federal ICE agents strategically uh, entice foreign-born students, mostly from India, to attend the school. And like I said, 250 foreign students were arrested. So how do you feel about this? You said what? That's dirty. Yeah, it's dirty. That's super dirty. dirty. You're setting them up for the okie doke, like... 
for getting an education, you know? All right. Yeah. Come on. I know you feel strongly about it, Ryan. Go ahead. I mean, when you, even if you look at this from, so say you know nothing about immigration and you say, say you have a completely different opinion as far as immigration goes. You don't like immigrants, whatever, being in the country illegally and whatnot. Even if you look at it from an ethical standpoint, they're enticing students from other, stu- uh, other countries to come here to enlist into a school to get an education from the United States, which is held up to the top as far as it goes to ed- education, as far as I know. You're enticing them to come from another country and only to deport them back. For what reason do you have to take it to such an ethical extreme? It's, there's a difference between fine if they're here and you're, in, you know, there's a, as, as far as immigration goes. But it's students that you're you're putting in that position who only want to do you know want to actually go to school. It's when you think of it from an ethical standpoint, it's very 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 fucked up. It's crazy. Yeah, entrapment is illegal, but the really really fucked up part about it is that they're doing this to people who are completely vulnerable. Like think about you come to a country on a visa to go to a school that is not real, so your visa is is not real either, and you get deported. How you gonna fight that? How you gonna beat that? You're basically Punishing people who can't fight back at all in any way. I think what that whole idea. What's the point of them coming up? here then if they're just going to take them back? Well, I mean, according to the university. It's probably so they could document it's a it. Pro- so that's a pro- and if you overstay, as far as far as if you, a lot of the students that enrolled into the school, what happens is they were on student visas. So when you're a student, when you're on a student visa, you have the opportunity to say if you wanted to pursue a higher degree, you can stay and transfer to another college. So apparently. Some of the students that ever went to a college previously, about, I think it's about 80% of them, of that 250, they have went to a school initially, and they've transferred to this school in order to get further education. And then when they enrolled into this school, thus is happening. Oh, it's, like like a it's like finding a way to weed out yeah. immigrant students. Like, okay, let's find all the immigrant students, oh, and send them back. Essentially not, not thinking about the ethical standpoint. What do you that and to, to continue to fuel the, the fear and the hate yeah. that America already has. Yeah. You know, it's easy to put out an article, like it said, you know, 250, you know, immigrant students or whatever, you know, right. deported or whatever. Right. You know, that looks that looks messed up. It looks like we have a immigrant problem when we don't. Yeah. Right. These are people just, you know, trying to further their education. Right, so, and well. at the end of the day, this whole country is built off immigrants. I've exactly. always said it. Exactly. You go to Asia, you find Asians. You go to South America and you go to different countries, you find people from that particular country whose roots come from that country. You come to America and it's a melting pot. That's what it is. We're all immigrants. Even the white people. Somebody came from the Mayflower and landed here and took over everything. You didn't discover this, the land because of very, pe- there already there was already people here. The people that and I brought this up in a previous podcast. If y'all, um, if well, the audience remembers, technically anybody who's from here, Caucasian, white, I don't. It doesn't really matter regardless of race, whatever. Who feels that they're truly American? We're not really American. No. The indigenous people from here are Native American people. People that we took away. So technically, we are all immigrants for mm-hmm. all I fucking care. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what was the like? official motive that was like stated. they just like, wanted to they they wanted to kind of i guess document it per se the, okay i was gonna say what was document the it and just get them made, get them out yeah but There's the problem is so- you know what the bottom line problem is and i'm sorry to, no, to interrupt you the bottom line problem is racial profiling you guys are automatically associated because of your background to terrorism that's what the bottom line is and that's the contradictory thing it's like so 
you say that they're so bad and all this stuff, and then you're gonna attack ones that are trying to get education mm-hmm. and get better. Right, like that doesn't right. make any sense. Like, and then have these immigration laws where basically your education level depends on if you can even come to the country based on where you're from. But you can go to these European countries and go in and out, and they can come here and chill, and it mm-hmm. is what it is. But if you're coming from a country in Africa or a country in the islands, you jumping through all these hoops and hurdles just to even stay in America for a certain amount of time. Like, yeah, I want to I want to hear what Ravina has to say. No, my question was if. They made the fake university to get a report or whatever to document something, but then it came out that the university is not real. Then what was the point of the report? No, to, to document them to and document send them back. Yeah. It was fake. Everything was fake. It, it was, was fake because they wanted to see, I guess, the amount of people that would actually enroll into it. Who wouldn't want to? Everybody sees America well, as exactly. the best place to go to school. Exactly. That's, that's and why? That's why I say, from an ethical standpoint, this is very. It's, it's just fucked up. Anybody, anybody from another country would want to go to this school. And and what I read too is that they managed to get this um, on the website, wherever it is, as far as admission goes, that this is nationally accredited. Mm-hmm. So if a school is nationally accredited and you can just transfer in as far as admission goes, who the hell wouldn't want to go here? Exactly. Who authorized to make this fake Exactly. How did this shit even get happen? this far? We'll sit up. How did this get this far? We gotta be capitalizing off of it. Right. And there's, there's like, and it's like a private prison. It's just like mm-hmm. private prisons. You get a check for every inmate. You know, mm-hmm. the, the government money is endless. It's a blank check. Right. So that's pretty much a setup. To it's just another school. experiment. Yeah, it's gotta be. Mm-hmm. The, America is capitalizing off of that somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. And they're causing, you know, a divide. By doing things like that, like what he said, it's all it all kind of just contributes to the fire that they have burning already. So ultimately, they're thinking that this may have prevented some form of terrorism. Correct. Correct. Because they they <coughs> section you out essentially. Mm-hmm. But can I say something real quick? Yeah. So okay, this is one point nobody likes to touch on. So the people who are here and are white descent or Caucasian descent. They're the ones mostly, and if you look at the, the numbers, they're the ones who mostly do the mass shootings. Mm-hmm. So how is their terrorism different from an outsider's terrorism? Because of the media. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. But where do you send these people? I don't know. How do you categorize them? How do you catch them? It's based on the demographics you that don't. these it's... people, that these people that we, so to so, run our government and whatnot, mm-hmm. speak on. It's, it's so that they can... they. They base the qualifications. Oh, this is how right. a terrorist looks like. This is how that's, yeah, this is how he's typically part. brown. He he right. he's of Muslim. This right. He's automatically going to be this. The true terrorists are first class citizens. Exactly. Right that's my point. And so exactly. it's kind of like there's nothing that's going to be done. It's like Absolutely. they look just like Jesus, literally. So mm-hmm. we're not even doing anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So that's all we're going to say on that. That was a good little discussion, though. Uh, the next was thing it? we got. Yeah, it was the next thing we got for what's trending here. Uh, this is a report of a Nashville couple. They returned bags of money filled with thousands inside a um, local <laughs> ATM. Nope. Uh, what's it say? Says a local couple from Nashville found themselves in this exact situation, and their surprise and their good fortune may surprise you, as reported by blah blah blah, some news company. Married Nashville, Tennessee couple Nader and Noor. I don't know how to say the last name. They visited a Bank of America ATM and unexpectedly found thousands inside the machine. In a bag, just how much money did they stumble upon? That would be about fifty thousand dollars, which they promptly returned. The couple took the money inside the nearest Bank of America and handed it over to a company employee. A spokesperson for Bank of America confirmed that the bag of money was found by the couple was accidentally left by workers from the company that puts money in the ATM machines. 
So yeah, who's doing this? I don't think anybody. No, doing you know this, what right? though? They're smart because think about it. It wasn't like it was just a bag of money found on the side of the road. Those are government issued bills with That's trackers true. and that shit. They said no thanks. Somebody left the bag behind for their people yeah, to come grab it. That's look, 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 the same people who set up the university. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, y'all really don't think they don't have no trackers in their bags? They're, yeah, they're automatically from the bank. They're marked. Exactly. They're marked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who in here would be willing to go to jail for some Yeah, that's tempting. It's 50. It's 50 bands on the run. All right. Yeah, uh, money truck uh, okay. flipped over on the highway. They said they're still looking for people who took that money. Yeah, 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 I remember that. This is how much money that's been processed through the plan. bank. It's in a fucking bank bag. Right. <laughs> they are. They know where each and every bill is. Like. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, next thing we got here, uh, Toys R Us is officially coming back. Uh, oh my god, I can't wait. For sure. Yeah, I know you couldn't wait. I, that's why I put it on here for you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, a, <laughs> just a time for all your holiday shopping. Toys R Us is back again. Complex. <laughs> Complex reports that the company's first new store since filing for bankruptcy is located in New Jersey. The new location is the first of two Toys R Us locations in the U.S. and is expected to be open in time for some much-needed holiday revenue for the company. I was actually kind of sad when I heard that they were like Toys R Us was actually going because I remember going in Toys R Us as a kid and that shit's fucked up. That you know they kind of took that shit away. Yeah, I'll be the one to say it. Y'all niggas know y'all was in Toys R Us too. Oh, man. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, my son cried. I ain't gonna lie, my son. Nah, the way you look at that, you looking like this nigga right here. Nah, we, <laughs> we drove by. He's like about to swing at you. Toys R Us and my son started just bawling. I was like, oh, oh, oh that's so fucked so up. Damn. Like kids don't have nothing to do. <laughs> I was like, Yo, look at the giraffe. What do I say? Shit, I'm crazy. We'll bring back the memories, man. Well, when you when you when you look at it, they they probably learned from that failure and. Not necessarily um, declaring bankruptcy is a loss. A lot of smart people with financial aspect, it'll it'll be a smart thing to do. Right. Yeah. As far as creditors go. Are they going to still do the same? Like they probably won't because store thing. Like they, how they're probably you not. They probably exactly. when you once you fail, you you know what you need to to to, to change and you try to implement that. So more than likely, we're going to yeah. see a different. Hopefully, it'll be change. like an attraction kind of thing. I feel like it'd be cool if they switched it up to make it something like kids would actually want to go to, like mom. Let's go to Toys R Us. Yeah, that's how. Exactly. Exactly. Like if they were smart, they would capitalize off the fact that most people are really raising their kids with electronic shit. Like let's. Bring y'all kids to go come do something. I don't know. I think it's quite I think it's it's more or less the prices because you can't compare Toys R Us to Walmart. That's why they went out of business in the first place. Because you go to Toys R Us, something is fifteen dollars more expensive than if you go to Walmart or if you order it online. It just doesn't make sense as a parent to even buy it from there. Every business has that issue with Walmart. Every every it doesn't matter. Yeah. People though that actively look at Walmart and say I'm not full of Walmart. Or really because of that they're like let support the other businesses that Walmart is. Because that's that's the reason that they're failing. Because yeah. believe it or not, I mean, of course you mm-hmm. probably believe it is Walmart. Right. All the products that you get doesn't matter if you go into an ethical store like a international store, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. Hispanic or what, or like you know a Mediterranean store, toys, books, everything Walmart has is because this there's another business somewhere that that sold it and they you know technically took that product and put it on themselves and they undercut it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. They're yeah. tapped in everywhere. Yeah. They like Amazon, exactly. Amazon and Walmart is the reason why there's no Toys R Us. Because I'm going to order the Barbies on Amazon and have them come to my house as opposed to fighting somebody's mother in the store because she don't take the last Barbie that my baby wants. Yeah, that's true. So. And the last thing I got before we get into Brandon's, uh, this is a this is a newly discovered uh, by scientists. There's a newly discovered massive black hole that scientists and astronomers say shouldn't even exist. 
Uh, the gigantic stellar black hole 15,000 light years from Earth <coughs> is twice as massive as what researchers thought was possible in our own galaxy. This is, this is baffling to scientists, people. The black hole is 70 times more massive than the sun, which scientists wrote in a new study, blah, blah. Previously, scientists thought that the mass of a stellar black hole formed from the gravitational collapse of massive stars couldn't exceed 30 times of that of the sun, but this black hole is that size, so... We so we fucked or not? Right. It didn't say like, anything about it coming this way, anything like that. They just discovered it. Yeah, I'm like, it's not. It'll. It's not surprising to me. But if they, if if astronauts and astronomers don't even think that this is possible, that just, But that's the thing. How do they know it's possible? It's the whole universe. They want the unknown to come up so they can continue to work. That's kind of you can't. You can't know observable universe we even have access to because right. the universe is constantly expanding like we are never going to even know like no, you know, what's in the ocean. Ocean. thank you we haven't even explained, explained we know more about space than the ocean actually that's right. like saying that crazy. life only exists here we all know that life has to exist somewhere else like that would just yeah. be selfish yeah. to think that life only exists here and there's a whole universe Right. It's a lot of real estate, but we could be the only thing in this specific point in time. Yeah. Maybe at this point, well, I don't know. There's well, technically, technically life is considered, it doesn't have to look like us. Exactly. An organism can no, be. Yeah. Exactly. What I'm saying, though, it could be just, we're in this very small little but, piece of time. Which we are, you know, technically. Right, so maybe something existed in just a little, but it's off topic. And that's probably <laughs> species light years and light years away. Like, that's how big the universe takes so long to go from one place to another that who knows what's really out there, out there. That's the same as the ocean. They don't exactly. even, they haven't even discovered half of what's in the ocean. There's mm-hmm. It's probably only 30, I think it's 30%. 30% so who of the knows ocean. what's out there in places. But back on this, I guess it's, it's just, when you think about the laws of physics and all that kind of stuff that they have as far as science goes, people thought of this thing. They've come up with theories. It's, it's, it's bound to change because you, you, there's stuff that's being discovered every day. It's, it's bound to change. It's not going to stay the same. So I don't know why they're surprised that they discovered something. Right. Of course, they should be expected as far as right. that stuff goes. We should hope that we find that's the last that's yeah. way bigger than we can imagine. Like, if, I mean, I would hope we continue to find things that continue to baffle us because what point do we get where we completely plateau and there's no evolution? Mark. That was the last one I had. You don't have another one. So I have the ice cream. All right. So that's all we got for the uh, What's Trending segment. Uh, the next thing we got here, we got the shout out and the fuck you segment. So uh, I'll give a couple shout outs. In the shout out segment, the fuck you segment, pretty much for shout out, we pretty much just give a shout out to anybody we want to give a shout out to. Uh, up and coming music artists that nobody doesn't really know a lot about. Uh, athlete, anybody. Uh, businesses too. Any, any kind of restaurant that you went to. Anything like that that you want to shout out on the mic. <laughs> Why she look like that? That's funny. Uh, the fuck you segment is just if you want to give a fuck you out to anybody. So I'll do my shout outs first. I don't have a fuck you for anybody. Uh, so the first thing for the shout out segment, I want to shout out. I gave him a shout out before, but I want to do it again. I want to shout out uh, Lamar Jackson, quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. He continues to make history, uh, NFL history. He is the first player with 3,000 passing yards and 1,500 rushing yards over his first two seasons. He is also the youngest player in NFL history with multiple games of five or more touchdown passes this year. He is on pace uh, to break Michael Vick's single-season quarterback rushing record in 2006. And uh, how many? He has 25 touchdown passes, five interceptions this year, 2,500 yards. He's about to hit 1,000 yards, seven rushing touchdowns. He has 32 touchdowns so far on this year. So I want to say shout-out to Lamar Jackson, man, because we're not going to do the sports segment anyway. So shout-out Lamar Jackson. Big trust. <laughs> woo, woo, we already know they. Yeah. Uh, this nigga's retarded. <laughs> 
Uh, next person I want to shout out is uh, Carmelo Anthony, the newly acquired uh, Carmelo Anthony for the Portland Trailblazers. He's uh, he's now averaging 18 points, two assists, six rebounds a game. He's shooting 46 percent, 37 for three. Uh, he's doing his thing, man. A lot of people counting Carmelo out, man. He's back. He's in the NBA. He's he's where he belongs, man. Uh, he actually got Western Conference Player of the Week this week, so shout out Carmelo Anthony. And then the last thing here I wanted to shout out was uh, this place in uh, Smyrna I went to a couple weeks ago. It's called uh, Chef Las Fresh Fry Seafood and Grill. Uh, I actually went there with uh, one of my uh, boys from work, and I fucked around and got some fish. And I should have got the fucking catfish, but I got the tilapia, and the tilapia was alright, but the catfish was good as fuck. Like, that shit was official, and they had, like, a lot of good shit on their menu. It's on South Cobb Drive in uh, Smyrna. It's, Wait, uh, you got the tilapia, but you, you, t- you tasted I it? I tasted his, uh, the catfish. Oh, he, he gave it to you? Yeah, he gave me a piece he fed, of it. He fed you it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that shit was, like, really good, and I don't even eat catfish like that. Like, I'm more of a tilapia person. That's why I even got the tilapia, but... Arm raised. Right, I know, right, but yeah, the catfish... The catfish was way better, so yeah. That is in Smyrna. Anybody got a shout-out they want to say? Shout-out? I got a shout-out and fuck you at the same time. Okay, go ahead. Matt Ryan, I hope you still fall from that stiff arm. Saints fan over here. Anybody else? <laughs> 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 it's so messed up now because I didn't even know I was making that face. And I, just like, I fuck with you on that, but at the same time, I, I hope he's still feeling that stiff arm. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to do it. Any fuck yous? Anybody fuck nah, you? Nah, man, shout out to Jesus, man. Right. Yeah, again, all right. <laughs> shout out to Jesus. Shout out to all y'all, man. Hey, fuck for you to Brandon. Nah, fuck Brandon. Hey, shout out to everybody who slaved in the kitchen for Thanksgiving, because I didn't That's a good one. So I appreciate That's everybody who fed me on Thanksgiving. Shout out to whoever washed dishes on Thanksgiving. Shout out to Shout out to all the dishwashers. All right, we got too many shots going here. Anyway. Let's, uh... <laughs> nah, that was good, though. Yeah, it was good. Uh, let's make this. Okay. Yep. Can I do a fuck you? Yeah, who you got? Who you? Fuck you to all the patients who schedule their appointments at the last minute and they get upset <laughs> because they can't get in. Talk your shit. Okay. Bill, look what this girl just said. That's what somebody's going to say. If your vagina's falling off, think ahead. Isn't that Gloria? Oh, <laughs> and shout out to my brother who has his own band as temples collide. All right. All right. All right. I know, right? All right, so that's all we got for the sh- that's all we got for the shout out and the fuck you segment. So the next thing here, we haven't really done anything like this before, but since we got so many people here of different genders as well, uh, male, both male and female, because most of our podcasts have been mostly male, uh, we are gonna talk some uh, relationship talk here. And this Brandon actually came up with these two things. Well, let me say that first. So uh, the first thing was the toughest. I mean, I don't know how you understand. All right, so the the first thing we're gonna talk about is um, so we both can give an idea, I guess per side, female and male, is what we're going to look at as the toughest part of a relationship, what we feel like the toughest part of a relationship. So I'm going to let everybody talk. We'll see who wants to go first. What they feel <laughs> like... anybody wants to go first. You, nah, you go first. You don't want that came up with right, That's fine. I feel like the toughest part of a relationship is, is communication. Because that's something that it doesn't necessarily have a time, time frame for you to get it down. You just have to be able to, to learn every day. I feel like communication is the most important thing and difficult thing because you have to learn each other and you have to put in enough time in order to get your communication effectively down to 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 that point that's what i, feel. I agree but i think the toughest thing is not being so selfish and getting out of your own ways okay i mean i think this nigga I was gonna say that. You can that. elaborate on it. Nah, bro. Nah, I'm nah, gonna let nah, everybody else. Too late. No. <laughs> what you got, bro? Uh, I think it's probably staying on the same page because you're gonna grow as a person, 
y'all might grow together, you might grow apart, uh, just your own personal life. You still got to yes. manage that while managing a relationship. So okay. trying to, and just humans in general, you never know. Like it's, I can say the red car and you think a Corvette and you think a Chevy Cobalt, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's perspective and stuff. But it's, I would never it's think tough. of a Chevy Cobalt. I know, but I did. I don't even know why you're talking about cars right now. <laughs> 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 you want to go? You guys? Right, Gloria? You go. I think I'll piggyback off compromising because my wife, she's a giver. And, you know, she take care of her house. But... She'll also make sure the next person is taken care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas with me, I'm taking care of my house. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about the next man. Right. Yeah. So if you're not in my circle, I'm not worried about you. Right. So I'm gonna make sure everything around me is taken care of, like 100 mm-hmm. percent, before I give anything else up. Okay. Where my wife. She again. She give at the house and she give yeah, out. She makes sure everybody else. Yeah, she makes sure everybody else is good too. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, Glory. That's a hard one. There's a lot of things. Yeah, it is. I mean, this is, this is a, and yeah, when hard. you come from diff, like for example, we come from different ethnic backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So cultural acceptance is a big thing because what's normal for me is not normal for him, and he's yeah. had to learn that over the years. You know, like. Spanish folks just they pack they they come to your house without announcing themselves mm-hmm. or like for example my dad called me up and he was like yo my best friend from Colombia is coming um he's gonna come to I never met this man before keep in mind he's gonna he's gonna be in Atlanta a yo few he's gonna days, be at so your just, house that's exactly <laughs> what he said so I turn around and Make I tell him and he's like who the hell I'm gonna have a stranger in my yeah. house how the hell is that gonna happen but it's completely normal for us yeah. So yeah, um, I have to second you on that because <clears throat> it's and hard. My mindset is, you know, that's fine for for them, and I and and that's cool. But my mindset is, I don't know this dude, yeah. and I got two girls. Yeah, I don't. I'm sleeping in here. My girls are in their room, and he in the like the guest room. Right. If I wake up and something's going on. I'm killing your friend, bro. <laughs> right. Like, right. no right. questions asked. Why he got to jump to that automatically? That's that was just, my, just my, my guys question. Like, that's just guys how, just how we think. That's, that's how we think. <laughs> that's how we think. Yeah. So, I Derek. think that's the main one. Derek. Derek. What was Derek. the question? What was the toughest part of the relationship? What was the toughest part of being in a relationship to you? It could be like everybody said. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah. that, bro. To you. I'm fucking with y'all. Trust, bro. Trust. Trust is everything. You know, I agree. Communication. Compromise all those things, but you know, trust is like a foundation, you know. And 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 I'm a prime example of being able to rebuild trust. So yeah. even when trust falls, you know what I'm saying? Like I could honestly vouch and say it's not it's not the end. You know, like mm. it's definitely a way to come back from yeah. from trust problems. But for, but to be honest, you know, trust is a lot because you got to know the person, how far you can trust them. Right. You know, I mean, the beginning of any relationship is always sketchy for anybody because you're trying to learn a person. Yeah, right. And that's that's work. You know, it that's is. work in itself. And if you love big, you know, you want you don't want to be hurt. Nobody wants to get hurt. So, mm-hmm. yeah, trust is you know probably the foundation of it for me. Yeah, I feel that. Right. Okay. Let Simone yeah. go for it. I mean, I, I really at first I was kind of thinking more so like what everyone else is saying. A lot of communication, though. But if you think about it, a lack of communication comes from a lack of trust. Because you don't feel comfortable saying right. what's really on your heart or what you really might want to say. Or even if it's just like, oh, I might not say whatever I might want to say because I don't want to ruffle feathers or nothing like that. It's just, 
it's like give or take and you have to learn how to give some to somebody but also learn to take that too and all right what you're willing to accept all right mm-hmm. yeah i feel that i think everybody's answer was good but uh like what brian was saying about being selfish i think that is a a, a big tough part of being in a relationship because like derek said too when you're getting with somebody, like getting to know them, that's always a challenge with it itself because you two could have, be, have totally different personalities. And right. that definitely affects the relationship going forward because you could have a way that you are and your significant other could have a way that they are and you two collide. And sometimes one whoever's, whoever's attitude is wrong some of the time, sometimes that can collide to the point where it's hurting your relationship and you have to take a step back and stop being selfish and think about your relationship in the long run. And think about that other person. So there's a lot of adjustments that have to be made. So I think what Brian said about being selfish and, you know, also getting to know somebody, you know, taking a step back. Because there's a lot of things that we don't even realize until somebody else tells us and we with somebody. It's a lot of shit that we do that we don't even know until they tell us. And you're Mm -hmm. like, damn, I didn't realize I do that. And you know what? That is kind of fucked up that I do that. So I need to stop being selfish. So I definitely agree with all that. Anybody else got anything they want to say? I think, um, to me, the biggest thing is when you were someone for a very long time, People are going to change and you kind of sort of have to evolve with people's changes and that's but another thing would be communication like if you don't have communication people are changing right. your relationship will fail right yeah. that's true I will, I will i will say this though I, I think i know the key to a healthy relationship what's that absence and presence uh, like what you mean elaborate mm-hmm. so to me uh, you know too much of anything is not good for you Okay. And I know, you know, oh, like, I see like relationships, I see yeah, relationships could get complicated. So as, as male, as males, you know, sometimes a man feels the need to step away from a situation and he may go to the bar and have a drink just to cool off. But that is going to get shorty so tight when you leave because she going to be in the crib like this motherfucker just left. Excuse my language. It left me here like that and this, that and the third. But meanwhile, you don't understand. We need that cool. So it's like. Absence and presence is definitely the key to a healthy relationship, mm-hmm. but you got to be understanding to it on both ends. So right. ladies may have to understand, all right, he needs to cool off. That's the, that's the absence of it. Then we come back to the table later. Then presence is, you know, too much of anything is no good, like I said, but the presence, all right, I, I, I was, I'm going on 12 years strong with my wife. All right. And we've been through I forgot, it all. I said these two only one man. I forgot we've you been married through it all. Forgot, but yeah. I was I had Damn. a job one time that I was on the road a lot. Right. And I couldn't wait to get home to wifey. Right. That feeling that. was just there was none like it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, oh shit, I'm out here working, but as soon as I get home, it's it's a session that's gonna go down as that's, that's never <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> but then here. you just you just that you need to miss something when right. you're getting too much of it. You got to step away, you know. So absolutely, a lot of people, a lot of people don't understand it. That, that's oh, true. What you're right about that, yeah. A lot of people don't understand that though. Do you yeah. feel like there's a line as far as absence, absence in presence? <laughs> I was like, you've got a cow over here. <laughs> Do you feel like there's a line as far as absence in presence? As in, you can't be doing it all the time. You have to stay there and talk to her at some point. Yeah. No, you can't. It can't be every single argument that has to be absence and presence. Definitely a line. I I, I like that that yeah. you said that because there there should be a line. You gotta know when to leave the absence alone and become present, and know when to step away right. from the presence to All become right. absent. So yeah, yeah, there's definitely because you can't do it too much. That's then can't do that, Chris. Too yeah. much. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, there's definitely a line, man. You know. But the mo- you know, one of those things with what he was just saying is. 
if you're upset about a situation and you're both like heated, it's better not to even talk at that moment. Yeah. Just take okay. a step back because yeah. once once stuff comes out of your mouth and it comes out sideways, you can't forget that. That's always gonna be in the back of your mind. Yeah. Whether you forgive, it just leaves that, you know, scar. that scar yeah. there. Yeah. So yeah. it's just better to step back and then have a conversation like adults and, and you know, sometimes you're gonna be butthurt, but you can get over it. But it's maintaining that respect. My grandmother always said that respect was the most important thing because once you break the respect, it's really hard to rebuild it, just like trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, we feel that. Anybody else got anything you want to say? Ryan, Donald, you two the only ones ain't seen. Rena. Seriously, y'all know y'all What you gotta say, Don? I actually, no, I actually like what you said. Okay, my thing is like, you know how you trust somebody so much, you tell like the most personal thing about you, no. and then like see y'all get into like a heated argument or whatever, and they grab that one thing that can cross the line, yeah. and then like it oh, goes to shit. Yeah. But great, like, nah, it's just that, it's a trust thing, really. Like, don't yeah. agree with that one thing that crossed the line. Like extra yeah, sure. pinky toe. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. People All right. just be ready like that though. Like they want to just right. They just want to make you mad. Person, I think, typically. Exactly. That's what's up. All right. So that was that was a good little talk too. All right. So we are gonna do the uh, Q and A segment then. No, 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 we still got a little more. Oh what? Oh yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. All right. How, how long? How long y'all think we've been recording for? You had to get. No idea. You had to get. Forty. Forty. It's about to hit an hour. Fifty-six minutes. Oh wow. All right, we got. So we good got, on time. Just let everybody. Yeah, know. we good. Yeah, we can take our time. I forgot we had another. One. All right, this this is another question before we get into the let's talk segment. We're gonna talk about white lies. Is there such a thing as a white lie in a relationship? Define a white lie. It's something that you feel perspectively on you by not disclosing it to your partner, significant other, yeah. won't be of any hurt or any benefit to let them know. To a certain extent. To a certain extent. The, the definition of a white lie. Oh, Did I see the definition? What's Webster saying? <laughs> a, harm, a harmless what? or trivial lie. A harmless or trivial lie, especially one told to avoid hurting someone's feelings. Yes. So can I get can I get the female's opinion on this? Cause let's get so, let's get the females first. I did this the other day. Can I give my scenario what I did? No, nah, we gotta hear it first. We gotta give a row time to. I said I was going to the store and I went to the bar. <laughs> That's not okay. Yeah, no, right. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so I'm chilling at the bar watching the game. Mm-hmm. All right, and I really had to go to Kroger's, but I was like, ah, you know what? Let me dip off real quick, get a drink, cause I know the game was was gonna start. Mm-hmm. And catch some of the game, and then I'll go to the store and go. So she hits me up like, why you ain't go to the store? And I'm like, I'm I, I am I do have to go to the store, but I'm at the bar right now. So she's like, you think I'm some dumb chick? And I'm like, I don't think you a dumb chick. So, but I felt like it was just an innocent gesture, nothing crazy. I didn't go far, you know. But I guess that was a white lie. Was that what you considered I, I, a white I lie? I feel like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like, the lady had a problem with that. If you if yeah. you yeah. Quick, lie, you know what you're doing. Like a white lie is fine because sometimes you really are just trying to avoid an argument for no reason. I think that's mm-hmm. and that's it. Was. It's just kind of like all right, I'm on the way. I'm not really. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's you trying to avoid a little quick. <laughs> right. What you think, Chris? Yeah, Chris. Uh, yeah, you got to, man. Like you have to tell. You have to tell. You got to you you pick your battles, man. You like, hey, look, let's be real. Let's be, let's be real about this shit. As a man. You only got so many battles you could really pick. Women, like you can pick any battle you want to pick. I feel like I'm about to get snuffed. Y'all can pick any battle you want to pick. As a man, you got to be real careful. So yeah. if you answer yeah. honestly yeah. and you know it's going to lead to this and you don't even really care about it, man, just let that go. Just let that go. You got to do that. I'm saying. Irvina. 
I mean, there's a difference between a white lie and a lie. A white lie to me is like, I really like this shirt, but you think it's hideous, but you know I like this shirt. You're like, yeah, it looks great on you. That's a white lie. You're just trying to prevent me, that's you know. Experience. But a lie is like, <laughs> I'm going somewhere, but I'm not really going there. Now, that's a lie. Why can't you just tell me you're going to the bar? Oh, shit, so I lie. I trust you. <laughs> 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 exactly. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Stop off in the liquor store yeah. after I go to Carver's door. You know, I might pull up to the homie's house to watch the game. You talking about I'm going to the bar. My man tells me, oh, I'm going to the store. Ends up at the bar. Where, like, what, do you, what are you looking for in the bar? Y'all got Derek sweating over here, dog. <laughs> 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 she told me, you be like, babe, I'm just trying to catch the game and have a drink. It's like, I told you to go to the store, pick me up some milk. You want to go? All right, bro, I want to go. I, I mean, I'm trying to think of one. Like, I mean, I, I know it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to think you know of one. I'm gonna give you a pass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a white lie. <laughs> but, uh, I'm seriously trying to figure. I mean, like, I think I did one time where she asked Trinity to clean the bathroom or whatever. Yeah. And then I ended up cleaning it, but I told her Trinity did it. And then later on, I'm giving the girls the bath, getting them ready. And then she was like, so train cleaned the bathroom? And I was like, I slipped. And I wasn't, because I'm helping the girls. And I was like, mm-hmm. I cleaned it or whatever. And she was like, oh, you cleaned it? I thought you said train did. And I'm trying to protect Trin <laughs> so she don't get messed up. So that little white lie got me and Trin in trouble. Yeah, That's like, really the best example yeah. of it. Shit like that happened. Yeah, Because yeah. yeah. it was nothing really that harmful. Exactly. But you know what she told you. Okay, so what's so what's the so what's the draw point? What's the draw? It's the principle. I'm saying, what is the draw point that is that distinguishes (laughs) between? (laughs) What's the draw point that distinguishes a lie from a white lie? You're just saying. It's, it, I would imagine it had to be subjective on the I person. I think it's the severity of it. Right. Yeah, like something that's actually yeah. harmful and detrimental right. like to your relationship. Right. Like when you're being deceptive and you're keeping secrets. Like right. in this scenario, when you're talking about like, oh, you know, I cleaned up instead of, you know, baby cleaned up. It's like, you're probably like, I told her to clean up because you're trying to teach her like you mm-hmm. need to clean up. Exactly. And you just like, oh, I'm just clean up. You know, just because. Just keep the the way. Exactly, get out the way. Keep the peace. Right, but it's another thing when you're lying in a, or white lying because you're trying to cover yourself for doing something that's harmful because you don't want them to know because you know it's harmful. Like, that's the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody else got anything else to say before we move on? Mm-mm. No? Mm-hmm. Sure. This nigga Don look nervous, but this nigga like, shit. <laughs> he was like, damn, I just got done lying. <laughs> I just told him I wanted to be here, but I really don't want to be here. (laughs) Alright, so we're going to move on to the Q&A segment, and then we'll do the Let's Talk segment after that. We just said, oh yeah, I'll read it. Uh, So the first thing we got, I'm going to ask two questions here. One for us to speak uh, amongst each other, and then uh, we'll do one for the ladies here that I I saw on uh, Instagram that I thought was interesting. So this question here, we said we weren't going to read the uh, person's name, but this is from uh, a young lady. Uh, She sent this the other day. She said, hey, guys, I have a question on something that's been getting to me for a while now. There's this great guy I've been dating for about six months now, and I'm really into him and enjoy every moment of us being together. He's ready to get into a relationship with me, as am I, but there's a big problem that has been making me skeptical about making it an official thing. I am Christian, and he is a Muslim, and he takes his religion very seriously. And me, I'm more, of a lay, I'm more laid back with being a Christian, if that makes any sense. 
I don't know what that means, but I mean, does that make sense to people? It does. Okay, okay. Every couple. In, in her mind, she's laid yeah. back. Okay. Yeah. Easter, Christmas. I think at some point he's gonna want me to convert over to his religion, but I'll cross that road when I get to it. But my family will not approve of me being with this guy, nor have they met him. I don't know what to do. Should I care? Uh, my family probably won't approve of him. Have you guys ever had a similar situation or dealt with being with someone? your family didn't approve of because I honestly haven't and don't know what to do. Thanks. We appreciate this question. I can answer so personally with Okay, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. So, I, my previous question with my husband, um, I am a different religion and I'm also Bosnian and he was Mexican, so therefore my parents are very old school and they always wanted me to be with the Bosnian. So I hid my relationship for four years. From your parents? Yes. You hid it from them? Yes. Damn. Until it got to the point where we wanted to get married. And of course, at that point, I had to introduce my boyfriend to my parents. Right. And I always was so terrified of losing my parents. Like, you know, you either pick him or pick my family. Right. Um, and I, I guess I picked him in a way. But my parents eventually came around. Because either right. you get over it or lose your child. Right, yeah. I agree. And they were fine with him being Christian and me being not Christian. Yeah. Sometimes it just takes that. The whole, like, going talk. to church and, and him being, like, super religious, it all depends, like, if he's really religious and you're not, that will be a problem. Because we were both right. not like super religious in our religious. Regardless, I'm not Christian. He is Christian. Right. Neither one of us was like going every Sunday to church or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I think that what happens more than this religion thing is race when it comes to parents. I think because I think even like with Hispanic people and when like they have a black person that comes into their home. Because I've gone through that personally before. I think that that is. I think that's more common than the whole religion thing. Like somebody, somebody's kid bringing home a black kid or a white kid, whatever the race is. I think that happens more often um, than the religion thing. But one thing I do want to say to the lady that sent this question, I think you need to think about you talking. You talking about converting over to a religion like it's just nothing. Like I'll deal with that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's something. Yeah. yeah, that's serious. At the end of the day, for like Christians or whatever, like you know. God is such the foundation of relationships. And you kind of feel like if I don't have that, then this relationship can't survive. Mm -hmm. So I think when you bring in a totally different religion, it's kind of like lines are going to get blurred. <laughs> I'm going to believe this right. thing, you're going to believe that thing. And now the very thing that was supposed to be keeping us together is not going to be that thing anymore. So it makes it very, very hard to do that. So my thing is, he knew that she wasn't Christian. So why start a relationship knowing there was going to be an issue with you? I'm more so thinking about the guy. I don't think they think about that in the beginning. Front, but then other things come more into view as you get into that relationship more and more. What's the difference between Muslim and Christianity? For what's the biggest difference? Muslims don't believe that Jesus rose from the dead. I believe they believe him as a prophet. They believe in Muhammad as their prophet. And the thing about it is, Islam is a very like habitual kind of religion so i think that's why it clashes so much with christianity because you can be a lax christian mm -hmm. i ain't never met no one lax muslim well, christianity no. there are a lot of people who do who are very devout in islam it's not really you know it's it's it might be kind of more so black and white you know it's you can't really just be with somebody and have your whole foundational belief differ like you just kind of believe in something kind of different. Your practices, like your habits, it's just different when you believe in something that's kind of different from somebody else. Right. To I me, the it. biggest the biggest problem is gonna be, in, and they have to think like if they really like each other. First of all, it depends on how open minded both are, because there is a way to combine things and make it work in your household. But the biggest problem, because I saw it actually happen firsthand, 
one of my coworkers is from Pakistan and she's Muslim. Her sons are Muslim and he, one of her sons married a Christian. And I mean, it literally almost destroyed their family because they didn't think ahead to having kids. Now the kid is born and she's asking to take, you know, the baby to church and he wants to take the baby to Kane and do the rituals that they have to do. And they're both not accepting of one another because they want the baby to go in the direction right. that they want them to go. Right. So it can, it, it takes, it's really hard. It's right. really, really hard. And that's a great example because like you can even have somebody that's not really devout. And right. so you got two people that are not devout and then they get into that. And when they get to the point of like, well, what are we going to teach our kid? Right. That's when the problem might start. And you're and, way deep at that point. And he's not know? a devout like Muslim. Like he doesn't go to Kane uh, all the time or he doesn't do his rituals all the time. His mom is. Hmm. So his mom was the one who asked him, hey, you know, this is our background. This is our culture. Let's take the baby and do this. And his wife was like, I don't feel comfortable with doing that because you're not letting me take the baby to church. So even his mom at one point was just like, let her just grow up and learn both sides and let her pick what she wants. Right. But not everybody's open to that, and it causes, like, a lot of conflict. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're ready for that battle. All right, so in the, one of the questions she said, she asked, should I care? My family probably won't approve of him. Should she, she care? care? Right, if she don't care yeah. about the no. family, then, I mean, right. I tell her that shit, yeah. <laughs> she said what? Tell her that shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like What else she asked? Uh, have anybody ever dealt with a similar situation? I think two people said something about that. Uh, uh, like I said, I think the biggest thing to me is you need to think about if you're going to really convert over to his religion. That's what I was going to say, too. Do Muslims usually go when they know somebody's a Christian? Because I'm more so thinking about the guy. Does, like... I mean, I don't know how... No, bro, once you're... Once you're once you're of Muslim faith, bro, you are in it, bro. Mm-hmm. So you will usually go for somebody that's Absolutely. Islamic as well, right? Yeah. Okay. But then, so but then again, you can't. Of you. But then again, he's what? probably not. Love of course, he's not thinking about that. He's thinking about right. feelings. I like he's not her. Thinking about exactly. But when you ties in what you were talking about, because you were saying that it's cultural, <laughs> every culture has a religion tied to it. That's such a very right. important part of people's. Right. Like I said, even if they don't follow it. If they were starting to argue with somebody about this religion versus that, they might get all heated. Like, I kind of do right. believe that more than I follow right. it, but they hold it, like, dear to their heart. The whole religion thing, or, like, it's all old school. It's everyone now, kids nowadays, our age and everything, they just think of my parents. Yeah. Because their parents grew up in, in a different country, and that's what it was always expected of them. Right. But when you come here in America and you, like, have all these different races, you can't help who you like. When you're from that's somewhere true. else and that's what everyone else is, it's easy to find someone who's just like you. I think it's a sign of the times, too. Cause right. Like, way back, like, you know, before we even started out, I mean, people needed something to believe in just to get through those times. So yeah. now, like you said, kids are being born and they're not even thinking about religion. No. They're like, nah, I believe in science. And I'm pretty sure evolution is it the way and this is where it goes. It's just like a so, wanted yeah. to be right. It's like, there's no clear, clear compromise. way. To say like, like what's right, what's wrong? It's like, oh, this religion really is this, and this religion really is that. It's just like different ways of practicing really the same shit. It's just like one of such as a religion. It's just different ways of doing it. So it's, I feel like, however much you're willing to compromise with somebody else and do different things, then go for it. But if you feel this way and these are your beliefs, I don't think it's feasible to really be with somebody else who does not have those beliefs. If you're talking about building a life with them. Right. It's like dating somebody casually and then being like, well, I want to be with them, I want to marry them, I want to spend the rest of my life with them. If you believe in two different things, how is that really going to work? 
so strongly she and Irvina right. brought yeah. that up strong well at least you one strongly and then one is lax mm. if they're both lax like somebody else who, who mentioned right. that yeah. if you're both lax fine maybe there'll be leeway as far as that goes but, but even like if you're trying to make your parents happy you just you split it you go if you don't share the same religion it means you're not fighting over Christmas you're not fighting over anything you go for you know Christmas I go with his family because my parents don't celebrate Christmas and on my holidays, he comes to me. I mean, it's so it's simple. Like, it's easy. If, think about how much effort that probably is, though, as opposed to being with somebody where you can you don't have to do all that. Yeah, that's that's if the person wants right? to do that. So how much effort, are you so that's willing the, to do that? Do you right. really love this person enough where you, you can see past all of that? So what I she, think we're moving past the do? point. I think the, pa- I think the point is... What should she do? Since she's been she dating, does. since you've been dating him for six months, and you already had these impasses, then... It's to be honest, it's probably a no go. I think it's a. I, I probably think you already. You you've been dating six months, and to be honest, six months isn't enough time to know anybody anyway. But like I said, you've already kind of made the decision to know that it's already going to be a kind of an issue, or else you wouldn't ask the question. Mm-hmm. So more yeah, than likely, sure. it is going to get to a point to where, and you're already thinking that he's going to ask you to be a part of the religion. You kind of unless he's said that and you haven't disclosed that to us. Yeah. You've said that in here, and so. I think that you already know it's going to be an issue, especially if he's strict on his religion. So, yeah, y'all might like each other. And, yeah, it may be hard to, to realize that and accept that. But if you're really thinking long term as this goes, it's not going to work. Unless that. there's somehow you can figure it out. But to be honest, especially being a Muslim, not that I'm speaking from experience, but I would imagine that there's a lot that goes into it as far as, you know, religion and being doing, being involved in that kind of stuff. Are you you got to really make a commitment not only to him. Right. But you're also taking this with you right. as well. Think Are you going to be committed that, to doing that? And that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other conversation with her parents because she ain't even. They haven't even <laughs> met him yet. She's like she worried about everything else outside of him. Yeah. Like, why don't you talk to him? Like, he's laid back. Him. I know he'll get with it, but is he still going to try to like instill things on our kids, or is his family going to accept it? She yeah. ain't even worried about him. Cause one, now she got to introduce him to her parents, and then okay, he's Islamic, and then now you're pretty much saying that you now you're going to tell your parents that you're about to be Islamic, and that's a whole nother that's conversation. Whole yeah, thing. that's a whole nother thing. Yeah, so, but she hasn't even come to the point where she's thinking like. Are his parents gonna accept me? Right, right, right. Because yeah, that's another thing. See, there's so many factors. Yeah, I mean, it's both you sides. No, her parents might be like, okay, or he might right. be like, why are you worried about all of that? You know, oh, I love you. You just people don't know. know. People know. Right, and if you feel that way, if you really have yeah, an instinctual gut feeling like this might be an issue, you should probably listen to that intuition. Yeah, yeah. So uh, good luck. Something is probably trying <laughs> to tell you something. Yeah, honestly, that shit got over. Good luck. <laughs> you, you, you've been quiet. You got anything you want to say? Do that. Pray on it. You don't got nothing you want to say. Okay, that's cool. All right, so that's all we got for the uh, Q and A segment. Again, we appreciate that question. If anybody has anything similar they want us to discuss on the podcast, send that to askinsensitivepod at gmail dot com. No, I and insensitive. We appreciate every single person that has sent a question up until this point. Don't send me no ignorant shit. Yeah, because well, I don't think we had what too many that. <laughs> and then uh, next thing we got here is the let's talk segment. So I'll let Brandon lead into this one, all and right. we'll have a discussion. Then we'll close. So. As you guys know, we introduced a section called the Let's Talk segment a couple weeks ago. Basically, it goes into talking about pretty much self-worth and where you want to be as far as your goals and where you aim to be in your life and what as far as hindering you to be to that level or what steps you can take in order to get to that level and what's preventing you and what can certain impasses you can reach individually to, to prevent you from reaching those goals. So today we're going to talk about sadness and happiness. 
I feel like that's very important as far as, and Pranel will piggyback on it as well as everybody else, I'm pretty sure, how that can hinder you and help you reach your goals and, you know, as far as that goes in, goes into it. So I want everybody's opinion on that. So I'm going to read a couple questions to what I, I kind of want to, you know, talk about. So now, as far as we're going to start with sadness. Now, sadness, what I feel like it, turn, it, it, it stems from as far as reaching your goals, I feel like, and I'm pretty sure everybody else will chime in as far as this goes. When you're when you're in that kind of state, you're, you're not going to be able to focus on what you need to do in order to get out of the rut that you're in from feeling this type of way. So I feel like it's a very it plays a very big role as far as hindering you from reaching that goal. It's not gonna you're you're gonna reach an impasse where you you can't feel you feel like you can't go forward. You don't know where to go. You don't know who to turn to. You don't know what steps to take in order to get out of that that situation. So I feel like sadness plays a big role as far as... I would use the word depression, honestly. Well, sadness. Well, That's what yeah, depression. Sadness. depression. No, man. Depression, sadness, whatever. <laughs> so I want to talk about like how you guys feel like it hinders your success and if it's more situational or if it's more, I think, situational. We could so do more situational. Yeah, if it's more si situational or if it's more of your surroundings. What do y'all feel? Like, now we're talking about specifically depression and sadness. Oh, okay. well, as far as it goes to your goals, do you guys feel like it's more situational, or do you? What feel do like you mean, like situational? Situational, as in your circumstances that you're going through right now, or is it the people that you're around, your surroundings? I think it's both. Yeah, yeah. yeah it can be both. Yeah, I think, I think it definitely could be both. Our own okay. trauma that you know, you know, puts us in a certain mood, even to the point that it'll make mm -hmm. us turn on our own people. Like we have that type of trauma, yeah. which is you know obviously a form of depression, but then. Overall, when you depress, depress, mm -hmm. it's really nothing that you feel like you can go do. Mm -hmm. Everything you just feel like, no, I'm just, I'm not, I'm here. I'm and not the, doing this. I'm not going out of my space at this point. And Don't the thing, the thing, Brian is more so speaking on, because with this Let's Talk segment, we speak about like a lot of more serious stuff, like as far as like achieving goals, because any anything that he's come up with in the past has been stuff like that. As far as like just trying to. Like I even said on here, trying to like just focus on something greater than your situation that you're going through. And the thing that he, I think the reason he brought this up is what, like what can you do to avoid that pretty much right. and continue to go down the path? I think like what will pull you out that rut? You gotta, you have to have a positive mindset every single day, and it's a process. We said it on here a million times, but you definitely have to have the like. You wake up in the morning. There's, there's a song I play every single morning now when I get up now. It's the same song. It's by Big Cree. I listen to this song every single morning now before I go to work. And I, I don't even know. I don't even remember the name of the fucking song. But there's a song I listen to every morning before I go to work. He says, I know today is going to be the best day of my life. I listen to that every single morning before I start my day. It's just stuff like that that puts you, any, just anything simple like that, that puts you in the right mind state just to go forward. And I wake up and I say, today's going to be the best day of my life every day. Because I have a bigger a goal that we're trying to accomplish with this whole podcasting thing right now. And, of course, I'm not in a situation where this is, of course, taken off already. But to get where you want to go, you have to stay positive. Everybody right. has something they could be thankful for. You breathe in a day. And, of course, we all get lost in that because we, you know, we don't think like that every single day. It's hard. It's a process. But I think that is the main thing. Positive thinking is the main thing to get you past that, no matter what you're going through, <laughs> depression, anything. And shit happens. There's shit that happens that's beyond our control. People pass. Relationships fail. Whatever it may be, you have to rise above it, and you have to stay focused on the goal. You have to know what's coming, and you have to keep pushing. And I'll let somebody else talk, because I don't want to just ramble. If anybody else want to say anything. 
what do you guys feel goes hand in hand with as far as oh, reaching your goal? Quiet now, y'all niggas talk all this shit. <laughs> 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 I was trying to hold on, we want we, Trixie. Trixie got something to say. Hold on. You said no interruptions. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, to piggyback off what you said, yes, you have to have a positive mindset, but I also feel like you have to have positive people around you. Yeah. Because if you're around people who make you feel depressed, who are bringing you down, who's toxic, that plays into how you, how you um. How your mindset is right because let's just say like any goal that you have like for instance me a goal yes i work but i'm also a mother and a goal of mine is to be the best mother that i could be <laughs> but i've suffered with postpartum depression <clears throat> and it's like yeah you can have a positive mindset but it's also like the people around you help with that right. so you have to have positive people around right. you to be able to push you because sometimes your own push isn't enough. Right. Sometimes that one person can help you to give you that push. Like, okay, that one person is there. They're helping. They're helping. So you got to remember, you have to surround yourself by positive people because sometimes, and then sometimes you can have positive people and it, it fails, but you can know that at least you know that you have people around you. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I've said it on here before, people's energy and people's, you know, talk to people that that goes on to everybody else. Like energy, I believe in all the energy shit. You could be around a toxic person, don't even come around me, my nigga, because you always know I'm not. That's that's real. Yeah, because I nobody wants to be around shit like that, and that that shit is real. Yeah, so that's something consistent, like out there, just something something consistent that you know is just not changing, and it's you know it's not gonna be worse or make you feel any you know like worse of, or how should I say it's like. We got a consistent thing, like for me, it's always like praying because I know God got me at the end of the day. Right. So I feel like that's a consistent thing I have, no matter what the day was like, no matter you know what that previous day was like or what this day is gonna be. It's like okay, well, I'm gonna pray and just ask for you know a great day and thank you for the last day. But it's something consistent that I always have, so it helps me keep me going. Um, okay, all right. So since we talked about the depression, you want go ahead? Go ahead. Uh, I was just going. Nah, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, pick pick off what you know. He just said you gotta have. You gotta have something that mm-hmm. you can like that you can put past that off too. Yeah. You know, like for instance, like with me, if I'm frustrated or I'm angry or something, I you know, I draw and I do designing and stuff. That's when I do some of my best work. Because I take that anger, I take that sadness or whatever you wanna call it, and I channel it into, you know, that art. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I did a, a thing this past weekend for my daughter for her, her birthday. I created an intro for her. It took me forever to do it, but I was, I had everything around me. I had my in-laws in, right. I had my family in, trying to get this party set up and all this other stuff. And I was getting frustrated. Things just weren't going, you know, how they needed to go. Right. But I'm sitting there and I'm doing the intro and this is something I've never done in my life before. Mm-hmm. And it came out perfect. That's what's up. But it's it's taking that, you know, taking that negative, taking that anger, taking whatever it is. And channeling it. And channeling it, it yeah. into something else. All right. Sure. It works for me. Yeah. Anybody else got anything yeah, want to say? I think that's a big thing, like, knowing yourself. So, like, because uh, the realistic part of it is you're going to hit that. Like, you're not going to get through this life without hitting that. But yeah. I feel like, because I feel I'm an independent person, so it's like, I don't. I don't really even want to put that on somebody else. Like it is good to have positive people around, but it's the 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 choice is yours. Right. You can't choose what's going to happen to you, but you can always choose how you react to it. Right. Yeah. Maybe not even your initial reaction because you're just going to be if you get <laughs> real sad about it and like depressed. But 
depression is a it's not a choice because there's just people feel that they can't do anything about it yeah. but you gotta you gotta learn yourself like you're you're your best hope mm-hmm. yeah I mean like because I, I feel that's even when you have a spouse it's like <clears throat> you may put that on them but if you're always putting that on them man that's a lot to carry like mm-hmm. cause life in itself is already hard anyway so you gotta kinda you know if you could that. do it yourself just really try but it's it's easier said than done but Barry, I feel that you know I feel it. I mean, um, there's two there's two perspectives of it. And working in medicine, you get the scientific perspective, and then you have your spiritual perspective from mm-hmm. everybody's different spiritual background. Um, so obviously, depression is a chemical disbalance in your brain. You wake up some days and you don't know why you're sad. There's yeah. nothing that triggered it. You just feel that way. That's true. Okay. So that's one perspective of it. And then another perspective that I've actually learned since my brother passed away. Um, when I started doing some internal searching is that true happiness comes from within. You know, you come, you come into this earth by yourself. You're born by yourself. You don't come with anybody and you leave this earth by yourself. So relying on somebody else to give you happiness is setting yourself up for a disaster. Yeah. So it's really, really taking time to learn yourself, dig deep within yourself to learn who you really are because if you think about it, we spend a lifetime getting to know everyone around us, but we don't get to know ourselves. We don't take a second of the day and sit down and meditate or just talk to ourselves and ask ourselves, what is your purpose? What is your goal in life? And then another thing that I actually learned and is actually like a really good illustration of it is, is a tree. You know, you got your roots, you got your tree, you got your branches and you got your leaves. There's people that you're going to come in contact with and they serve a purpose for that moment. That's your leaves. They right. fall off every season you get mm-hmm. new ones they're good for that moment but you know you don't have a long relationship with them there's your branches that are easily breakable they're good they're there that's great but i can't always rely on you and then there's your roots people that give you you know keep you rooted and and make sure that you're okay and they're not your energy vampires and those are the people that you kind of sort of not completely rely on but hang around in those moments and vent yeah that's a that's, so, a, that's a good comparison. Yeah, that's a good comparison. I see. Um, I mean, like what she said, surrounding. Um, I'm sorry, tricks. Tricks right? again. Yeah. <laughs> like surrounding yourself with with the right people has a lot to do with it. But I think sometimes people fall in a place where they expect their surroundings to change. Because this is what happened to me personally. I was just like with a bad crowd, but I thought it was normal. You know, yeah. I'm just thinking like this is life. And then just enough of that, I was like waiting for certain things around me to change. And, and I realized something that I, it actually helped me. This was, I was very young too. And it helped me living by this. It kind of helped me throughout life, you know. And it was like, you never should expect your surroundings to change, change your surroundings. Right. So it was basically like, you can't expect what around, what's around you and you, and it's normal. It's the same routine. You can't expect can't that expect to change. So if you, you eliminate, have to make the necessary change. If you eliminate yourself yeah. from that specific surrounding, that's when you see the change. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so. There's a saying for that in Spanish. Dime con quien andas, te dirán quien eres. Tell me who you're around, and I'll tell you who you are. Hmm. That's yeah, yeah. literally what you that are. Yeah, you, you are who you hang with. Right. Yeah. I think every, I think that led into the happiness shit too. Yeah. So yeah, the next thing we're gonna get into, of course, it ties directly into it, is is happiness. So. Just for me to touch base on that real quick is, even though you have your parts of your, of your, your you know, the life that you lead, that you, you do feel some sort of depression, sometimes multiple times, 
sometimes at more periods than, than others, you have to think of the happy parts as in, even though that you're going through these difficult times, you have to be able to push through and say and pull yourself up because at the end of the day, you're only going to have yourself, you only come into this world just like, I don't know who said that. You only come into, come into this world by yourself. You're going to go out by yourself. No one's going to sit here. No one's going to help you change your situation. No one's going to do that for you. All right. You got to be responsible for your own actions. So you got to force yourself to be happy. You got to get up. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to, the steps I'm going to take in order to, to, to be to this level where I want to be. I'm going to force myself to do this. I wouldn't say force myself to be happy. Well, you have to, you have to keep it, your, it, you, it have to mind, keep your you have to keep your mind trained yeah. to, to, to do that. You have to control your emotions. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. just let your emotions control you and control you, control But there are points where you yeah. do get like that. Of there's po- there's points where you right, get like, right. you're human, like you of said, course. Like, sometimes you just have chemical imbalances, but yeah. if you think about it, if you're always sad, it's because you're having sad thoughts. Yeah. And yeah. it's easy to say, well, just think happy thoughts. But if you're thinking nothing but sad thoughts, nothing but sad it. stuff is going to happen yeah. to you. Because that's what you're attracting. Yeah. But if you're always being positive and yeah. you're trying to at least feel like there's something more that's going to happen to you, then yeah. how can you not be around positive things or yeah. attract positive things into your life? Yeah, and I'm a I'm a firm believer of speaking shit into existence. I say that all, all the time on here. And the reason that we even talk about this whole Let's Talk segment, because I, I think Derek even said the other day, too, when he was at work, he was like, there's a lot of people that's our age, because we in this, what, 27, 20, everybody's here all different ages, but there's a lot of people that's our age and younger that ain't thinking about a lot of this shit. And they go down the wrong path, like you said, they surround themselves with the wrong... A lot of people is not thinking about a lot of stuff that even Brandon comes... Like, a lot of stuff that we talk about in here, a lot of people is not thinking about this type of shit at all. And that's the main thing, because, you know, we struggle with a lot of shit every day, but we do this Let's Talk segment to motivate people, to inspire people, to talk about things, you know, get they, get certain yeah. things off our chest. Because I feel like going forward, we're going to get a lot of things off our chest when we talk about this Let's Talk segment. And I just want y'all to know that even though it may be hard, you got to get up that next day, you got to stay motivated, you got to do what you need to do, because... The world going to keep spinning. It's just going to keep spinning. Nothing's going to change because, you know, we're feeling some type of way a certain day. You just got to keep pushing through it. You'll be fine. You you just have to get up that day and, and push through and do what you need to do because it's, it's just not going to keep, you know, you know it's not going to stop spinning just because, you know, we're through some type of way. And, yeah, and as long as you got your mind towards something, a specific goal, stay motivated, stay inspired for real. Keep a positive attitude like we just said. Every single day, happiness is the most important thing in the world. Whenever you want to quit, just think of it like this. I'll quit tomorrow. And if tomorrow comes and you feel like you still want to quit, say I'll quit tomorrow again. Just put it off until tomorrow and then think that way because you quit today, you're done. Like, there's just no point. No one is going to sit here and 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 be here for you forever to so, so you can, you know, facilitate your way out of this, whatever situation you may be in. Right. You got to pull yourself through it and you'll be just fine. Yeah. And for those of, of those out there who cannot get past the situation because it's yeah. not a controllable thing and it, you know, mental illness and and every culture is really a taboo. Yeah. You got to think if your heart's not healthy, you go to a cardiologist. Right. If your mind's not healthy, you go to a psychiatrist. It's really important that you seek help and you seek support groups that are sometimes going through the same thing as you that allow ease and perspective to get you through that season in your life. Right. You know, it's something very serious. If your mind's not working the way that it should, then you need to get the appropriate help 
to allow your life to propel yourself to the point where you have the energy to push yourself to the next day. You know, because not everybody has that. Right. And talking helps sometimes. A lot of people don't want to talk about a lot of shit that they go through, but that it definitely does help. And we want people to remember that, man. So we just said an hour and a half, too. So I think that was most of that. that was was good. Yeah. Well, we're going to do the rest of life. There's, um, yeah, there's one more question I want to ask. I forgot about it. I skipped it when we did the Let's Talk segment. It's just some funny shit. I want to ask the ladies. It says, ladies, your husband and father are arguing. Your husband goes getting his car, and your father says, sit down. What's your next move? Shit. Who you listen to? Your daddy or your husband? Neither. My mama. Oh, they're telling oh, us. No, they're telling us to do that. Oh, I thought you were talking about. He said the husband your, sit down. Your, it says your husband and father are arguing. Your husband goes getting his car, and your father says get uh, sit down. What's your next move? Are you going to the car with your husband, or are you sitting down? <laughs> I'm getting going home myself. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go talk to my spouse first because at the end of the day, that's my family unit. You know, I have to live with this man. I don't live with my daddy no more. I got to make sure that my relationship is taken care of because that's my number one relationship now. I've seen stuff like that, too, where people ask, like, on social media, like, what's the order? What do you guys think? Is it, like, husband, father, kids? What is it? Kids first? They all all have different... Then you support each other. You don't have to. You should never pick your husband over your dad or your dad over your husband. That's okay, how about this? Okay, okay. Here's the Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Kids is at the top. If you really be honest. All right, let's let's start with the top. That is true. That is true. But there is a hierarchy, and here's why. Because okay, so think about your parents. Like there's two of them. They may not be in your life, but you have two of them, right? So, um, even with anything with your parents, like. Uh, your relationship with them was different, but you have one spouse. Right. So that's the only person on this planet that you got sh- every you decision you make right. affects each other. Like once you're not living with your parents, like it doesn't matter if they go spend all their money right. at the bar one night or whatever. Like they don't got to pay for you to eat the next day or go to school. So it doesn't matter. So with your spouse, right. like, and you sign on that dotted line with them, not with your parents. Glory exactly. and come before, and I I've said it to her before too. Glory and yeah. come before Jane. Yeah. Is that sure? That woman now? gave birth to me. But this woman married me, so she's above my mother. Right. To me, I I, I see it differently. Like I don't think that I should ever be put in a position where I have to pick someone. Like my parents raised me, and I fell in love with you and married you, and you're um, having a life with you. But I don't think I should ever have to choose ever. Well. And if you love either one, love me, they would never ever put me in a position where I ever have to choose. But there's no choice. It's, it's not a choice. It's how you handle your right. stuff. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. It's, more so it's not. I'm choosing my father because he's gonna love his mother endlessly. The but die. the love he has for his mother is it's different for the love that he that he has for me. Correct. So you need to that take care so of your true. household because that's what you live with every single day. Correct. When you let other people come into your household and dictate right. what you're gonna do, you start having problems, right. and then they're gonna have to pay for a divorce. No. So you gotta handle your your unit, and then you handle the exterior. I'm always gonna I'm I'm number one on respecting your elders. I will. My daddy gets old. If I ever have to clean his eyes, I will do that, and he will do the same with his mother. And I've told him that I will do it for his mother too. But you gotta take care of your unit to then functionalize outward. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Parents right. operate from body standpoints anytime, so you gotta really right. take a lot of the things that they do or say with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. So if your husband and your father are arguing, you have to think. What are they arguing about? Right. Why do we got leave? Y'all got technical. Okay, if your husband was in the hospital, your father was in the hospital, the kid was in the hospital, who are you going to first? The kid. 
That, yeah, y'all just answer the question then. Exactly. That's, what, that's what the same thing. But that's the most helpless person in that yeah, situation. Exactly. Okay. exactly. They yeah. don't think can talk with themselves. Stupid bitch. Yeah, you're going to be, you're going to be, you're going to be. You got to take care of home first though. Because yes. that now becomes your main priority and responsibility. Yeah. I mean, it's like even when you are about to get together in like marriage or whatever, it's always the exterior of your parents saying something. <laughs> yeah, but will I let my yeah. husband disrespect my father? Like, this is our relationship, so. All right. All right, y'all. Well, that's everything, man. That is everything. So we gonna close out. Uh, like we said for the Q and A segment going forward, you're gonna send those questions to askinsensitivepod at gmail.com. No I and insensitive. I truly, truly, me and Brandon, we both uh, really appreciate everybody coming, man. Well, yeah, we both, we both appreciate it. This, this is a good one. There's a lot of good conversation we had today. Uh, like this video on YouTube when it drops. Audio drops every Tuesday on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Video will drop on YouTube every Wednesday. Like and subscribe. Give everybody a follow. I'll ask everybody who wants their social medias put in the description tabs. Uh, episode 24 is next week. Uh, what else was I going to say? 23 I I strong. Yeah, yeah, 23 strong, man. This is the Jordan episode, episode, like I said. So what an episode with no sports. Right, I know, right? I know, I right? Damn. Really? I gave that shout-out set. But again, I appreciate everybody coming, man, for real, man. Are we really we really, really appreciate that? Uh this is the Insensitive Podcast, everybody. Like I said, episode twenty-four is next week. I am P, that's Brandon. That's everybody else. I can't I don't even think I introduced you in the beginning, baby. Did I? Did I say Trixie? I'm sorry. I did. Okay, I, I, I just wanted to, I definitely had to make sure I did that. Oh my God, my <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the instance of the podcast. Appreciate everybody. What happened? None. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, we appreciate everybody for real. Thank you for watching. Everybody that's watching our video, supporting us, man. Stay motivated. Stay inspired. We appreciate everybody. It's the instance of the podcast. Till next week, y'all. All right.